0: Hello everyone, I'm Mark Suxford and I want to welcome you all to my new podcast called People Behind Brands, brought to you by Making Websites Better. Throughout the series, I'll be opening up my little black book of contacts where I'll be joined by an inspirational guest from the world of business, getting to the bottom of what made them so successful. In each episode, I'll be touching upon the highs and the lows that every professional has faced along the way. To never miss an episode, subscribe to our exclusive content now. follow us on our social media platforms people behind brands life lessons from the world of business when you think about it support you may be forgiven for thinking that it's full of endless problems and there's many people out there that call themselves professionals but all do exactly the same thing well for jamie lakes at gopher it's more than just a career it's his life Our next guest talks openly about making continuous sacrifices and hitting his personal milestones he wants to achieve. As you'll soon find out, Jamie is relentless in his path to success, but as he admits, it comes at a heavy price as he struggles to strike the balance between work and play. It's time to welcome Jamie to the People Behind Brands podcast hot seat, so let's find out what he's got to say. Jamie, welcome to People Behind Brands podcast, it's a pleasure to have you on, how are you doing today my friend? yeah all good thank you how about you yeah not too bad really good to have you on um so jamie is the face of gopher an it company in watford specializing in helping small to medium-sized businesses with their it requirements gopher supply all the support all the normal support services and has a real passion for helping these businesses develop a plan to grow their IT which helps to provide a sustainable and streamlined process for their clients moving forwards. As we're all aware by now we're not just here to talk about business we'll also be delving into Jamie's personal journey and what makes him tick. So Jamie first question let's start with Gopher. Tell our listeners how the company has evolved over the years and the services you carry out for your clients.
1: Well I started the company almost six years ago and we've gone from it from just being just me to now five of us in an office space rather than just me working out of a spare room in the house. Now, for what we help our clients with, there's, it's everything IT related. So cybersecurity and help desk to consultancy and procurement of new equipment. Um, the way that we describe it to our clients is we become a part of your company. So look to us as if we are your IT department. Um, we don't just help staff when things go wrong either. We're not just there to be proactive in what we do either. We also help staff with, or we, we also just help staff when they need help. So, for example, if they need help writing a formula in Excel or something else, you know, we will help them with that. Uh, it's similar to how an IT department would help, you know, a company as if, you know, when you are their IT department. So the way I look at it is we what we do is more than just streamlining IT services. Yes, we provide all the usual stuff, but it's it's very people-based um, because that's why I think if we focus on that, that's what will make us stand out. Um, the way we see it is our job is to make our clients' life easier so their staff can be more productive.
0: Yeah, I suppose like in terms of sort of standing out, I mean, a lot of our listeners would be interested to hear you know, what the company USP is, you know, there's lots of IT professionals out there, but what would you say makes go different from the, you know, the competition, especially, you know, within your kind of local area?
1: Yeah, so there are a lot of IT professionals in, uh, out there now, especially in our area. And in reality, we all provide the general, the same general services, you know, phones, internet, help desk, with the difference being that some provide those services a lot better than others. the way to be unique, in my opinion, is by providing good relationships. So mm-hmm. get to know your clients, let them get to know you as well. So people want to do business they know, like, and trust. So I've worked hard to maintain relationships with other business owners, and I've worked, you know our clients as well, and members of their staff. So the word usually spreads from there. You know, we're often the only supplier from our clients to be invited to their summer barbecues and their Christmas get togethers. So I think that goes to show they really value what we do for them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's all about the kind of personal relationships within business. Uh, I think that's really important. So, Mm -hmm. you know, take us through your personal career. Um, so it seems that you've been heavily involved in IT in some way, shape or form for you know, pretty much most of your career. So talk to us about your journey so far within that kind of industry.
1: Yeah, so I was fortunate enough to grow up when, con- com- when computers were becoming a bit more mainstream. So I remember my first computer had the the old five and a quarter inch floppy drives, you know, the ones that were actually floppy. Yeah. And you had to push them in and then pull down the lock to to hold them in because otherwise they'd just spring back out. Yeah. So being around technology from a young age was definitely an influence uh, on what my future career would be. So I got my first job when I was 17, so I didn't go to university. I did go to college and I was fortunate enough to be part of a Microsoft Academy, which they don't run anymore. Um, so, but I was one of the first uh, people that they, they accepted. Mm. Um, but my first job was mainly configuring servers to whatever spec the customer wanted. Uh, it wasn't the most exciting IT job. It was just putting pieces of equipment inside another piece of equipment, but it was a job. Mm. Uh, and from there, I moved on to a managed service provider. So they mostly loaned me out to other companies. So I wouldn't be sat behind a desk or anything. I'd be out on the field quite a lot. Uh, So I was here, there, and everywhere, really. And that helped me in learning and just being hands-on with different types of equipment. But it meant that one day I could be in London, the next day in Bournemouth, Wales, Manchester, Newcastle but that really helped me a lot when it came to building professional relationships. Mm -hmm. And at one point the company I was working for just told me, um, Hey, as long as the clients are happy and they're paying every month, we really couldn't care less what you do.
0: Yeah.
1: So to, you know, to a 20 year old, that sounds like the most amazing thing ever, (laughs) you know, do what you want as long as they're paying.
0: Yeah.
1: It's um, which was fine, you know, for me. Yeah. And, all I had to do was keep people happy by making sure their IT worked. So, you know, in reality, looking back, there's a lot more than that, that that went involved into maintaining client relationships and you know their IT. But when you're 20, it's you know you're not too privy to what goes on behind the scenes or mm. above your above your head in the company.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, um, what would you say is your your personal drive to be successful, and you know the achievements that you. Uh, you know, that you're proud to obviously share with us from, you know, from when you sort of started out to even, you know, to present day, really. So my
1: personal drive to be successful, I know some people might say that I have a big ego for this, but my personal drive, it's me in five years from now. And mm. then off, in then it'll be me five years after that. I don't want to look back and say, oh, I really wish I would tried this. And I really wish I'd tried that. So when it comes down to, to achieving Um, but yeah, and you mentioned achievements as well. So when it comes to achievements, the biggest one I'd say up to now is getting my first client. Yeah. Uh, I'm happy to say they're still a client. Yeah. And from there, it's not really been achievements I've set. Um, it's more been milestones that I set for myself. So getting an office, getting my first employee, you know, getting to X amount per month and in those milestones are always moving so once we've hit a certain you know financial target a month we'll move to the next one or I'll say okay we've got five of us in the, now but in you know one year's time there could be 10 of us mm. you know and it's it's those types of milestones that i set and obviously though each of those will be achievements in their own right
0: yeah it sort of sounds that like you're the sort of person that doesn't take you know the small things for granted, and then you know yeah. the, the achievements that you have, or the milestones that you're saying about that you're obviously proud of. But you know you don't you don't forget kind of. The route to get there, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it sort of sounds like you're that kind of person. So, but yeah, I mean, you know, in recent times, you know, it's, it's been hard to have achievements because many businesses and people generally have struggled with the the impact of the global pandemic. But there's also some people that have managed to make this period work for them on a on a commercial level. So, yeah. some of those we have spoken to already. Uh, but how would you say Gopher has overcome the challenge of COVID nineteen?
1: Well, the last year hasn't come without its challenges. I know, as an IT company, we've been quite fortunate, but you know, a large client of ours went under during the first lockdown. Mm. And whilst we can do everything possible to make sure that they keep trading, we have very little impact on their clients. So if their clients pull budgets or go under, then it has that knock-on effect. Mm. And this was a large client for us, so when they went, it you know it wasn't you know it hit us quite hard Mm. um for us as a company we've we've really managed to pull through and since the start of pandemic we have been fortunate enough to double our turnover um we've pulled in a lot of new clients especially because they've realized that actually um you know they need it you know now more than ever yeah but another thing was that the decision or at the start of this, one of the decisions we made was, whilst other companies or other IT companies are pulling their marketing budgets to save on spend, we're going to double down and put more content out, reach out to more people, and try to be the company that people see as pushing ahead, regardless of of the times. So you know, I had a lot of people telling me to hunker down to see this through, but you know, are we wanted to push forward. Mm. Which doesn't mean being reckless with money. In fact, a lot of the marketing that, a lot of the marketing I actually did myself. Um, so if that didn't work, the only thing I would have lost was my time.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but I really think that helped over the last year. The fact that a lot of people started to really, yeah. So the, the fact that a lot of people would have would have seen us um, pushing forward, and when they would think, "Oh, we need help with our IT," if everyone else is being quiet and we're making a lot of noise, you know. Who, who are the ones they're going to remember.
0: But I mean, you know, going back to the point of COVID-19, you know, for you personally, how much of an effect did multiple lockdowns have on you? I mean, we talked about the business, but you know, for you and your family, how much of an effect was it, you know, for you personally?
1: So, I mean, for me, I'm me, myself and I, so I I have a mum, siblings and, you know, etc. But, It's, I don't have my own family per se. Um, You know, I don't have a wife or kids or anything like that. So it didn't really have too much of an effect. You know, I was used to working from home before that as well. So the switch from the office to the home was easy enough. Yeah. Um, It's been, it has been quite difficult. I mean, I have two nieces and, you know, one of them is quite young. She's turning three this year, but, you know, the last time I would have Properly seen her was when she was one Mm. um i saw her a couple of weeks ago but she she didn't remember who i was
0: Mm.
1: so you know it's it's like you have to get to know them again or let let them get to know you again Mm. um so it you know putting work aside it is quite difficult in you know because we haven't been able to see each other and things like that it's it's been quite difficult and it has that that effect on you it's like oh my, my niece doesn't remember who I am mm. and I'm sure I'm not the only person like that. You know, there are other people who have um, young relatives um, who haven't been able to see them or hug them or anything like that. So mm. it's, a uh, it, it does affect you, but at the same time, it's, well, it's not their fault. They don't remember you, you know, they were one years old the last time they probably saw you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but, uh, the way I see is, you know, we we're all able to to see each other now and move on. So now is the time that we need to all, all meet up, do things, go out, um, you know, safely, of course. But now is a good time to to start again.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. I think, you know, we're we're at a point now where there's much more light at the end of the tunnel and we seem to sort of beginning to, to get out of that tunnel now. So, you know, the aim of this podcast is to focus on some of the more testing times that we all go through at some point along the way in our personal lives. So, you know, that can also, uh, you know, sometimes give people the drive to succeed. So what would you say are some of the difficult challenges you have experienced that may have impacted your life that you wouldn't mind sharing with us, however big or small they might be? So I
1: actually had this, this conversation with, a couple of friends, a couple of weeks ago, actually, and one of the biggest, some some of the biggest things that that made the last few years quite difficult, especially as I was starting the company, is when I started this company, I I quit my full time job, mm. so I left behind a stable income and things like that. So, financial difficulty is quite a real thing, especially a lot of people starting a company. You know, when you look into your bank account and you see, oh I've got 16p left um, should I take money out the company or should I leave it in there to invest back into the company It's very much a you know you always especially if you're when I started I was inexperienced at doing this or the company business side yeah um, so you always tend to try and put the business first so even if that puts you out, which, has an impact on your personal life as well because you can't go out and do things which has an impact on your relationships. You know, if you're with somebody and you're always putting your business first, that has an impact and, you know, you know, relationships can, can go south. So, Mm. um, there are nights where you just don't really sleep because you're either worried, um, you know, what's, what's the next month going to ha- have in store? Um, or maybe you're just so busy that you just don't have time to go to sleep. You know, mm. a couple of Sundays ago, I was at a, a client's doing, um, some, some work there, which had to be done whilst they were closed. And because they're open Monday to Saturday, Sunday's the only day we can do, mm. you know, I got there at seven 30 in the morning and at half past nine at night is when I was leaving. Mm. Um, but that's just the nature of the job. You know, we can't say to clients, you know, turn your company off for a, or shut down your company for a day. Um, So we're the ones that have to give up our time. Um, So that means I can't go out and and see people, you know, if if I've had something planned for that day, that has to cancel. Um, Going back, you know, I I turned 30 in 2019 and, you know, I, I didn't know this, but my, my family had all booked. You know, they got everyone together. They booked a villa down in Cornwall to go and do a surprise birthday and because my birthday is quite close to my niece's birthday. They said it was a birthday for her mm-hmm. to celebrate her first birthday. So I thought, oh yeah, I'll go. I'll go. I'll make sure I'm there, etc. And then we got a client on board, but well, we didn't get them on board. Basically, we were meeting with this client trying to sort out through the paper, you know, the paperwork and get the contract signed, things like that. Uh, but before that happened, before they signed the dotted line, they got hit with ransomware. Right. So they called us up and they were like, "Can you come in?" But that the week I had to go in was the same week that my uh, my surprise thirtieth thirtieth yeah. was. So I had to then go. Oh, I can't make it. You'll have to. I'll have to say I'm sorry. I can't make it to her birthday. Mm. And They were like, "Oh, Jamie, you're such an idiot. This was for your birthday." <laughs> Like this was your 30th birthday where we've got everyone to come down, come, you know, and it's just like, Oh, well, you guys will have to go on without me. because yeah. I, I have to be, <laughs> I have to be here. Um, so, you know, there, there's a lot of sacrifice. And I, I think when you're looking from the outside, we have a tendency to say, Oh, things are doing so well. Oh, I'm so busy. Yeah. Things are just, they're just up and up and up. But the reality is it's, it's not always up and up and up. There's so much that we have to sacrifice and give up and, you know, not be part of and things that we have to miss out on.
0: I suppose Just, like, uh, from, from thinking about that is, is would you say it's worth it though? I think that's one big question. Like in terms of, you know, like you say there, you're, you know, you're missing out on key kind of times with your family and, but also on the other hand, that you're making a success with new clients and, you know, the the, the business in general is, is going very well. So would you say it's worth it? When you're, when you're having to sacrifice those things, like we all have to make sacrifices, of course. But is it worth it, in your opinion? See,
1: that's a hard question because sometimes I think, ah, am I doing the right thing? You know, should I just give up, get a job? But then equally, I think I'm doing all of this, and we are growing, and you know, we are taking on more, more and more clients, you know, every month. So, you know, this is it can only benefit as in my future.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, so it just means that, you know, in the future there'll be, I won't, you know, perhaps finances won't be a problem anymore.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, I don't know what it has in store, but you know, from going from, you know, having six, you know, looking into your bank account and seeing 16p to going, actually, I want to buy a new car or a new TV and just being able to buy it. I know those are material things, but you know, when you think about having a mortgage, you know, that's something that people are often paying off for 25, 35 years now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if you're able to pay that off quicker and just enjoy your life, you know, you can go on, whether it's a safari once in a lifetime safari that you want to go to, or those things that you want to do and create those memories with people that you'll have in your life. Then, Mm. um, you know, there's, there's so much that you wouldn't be able to do if, if I hadn't put in the sacrifice now, if I hadn't put in the time now, Mm. but looking at it now, I'm like, or looking at my life now, I, I sometimes I think, oh, I really wish I was at this, at this, or I really wish I was at that. And it's only recently that I've gone, you know, I haven't had a holiday in six years. Yeah. Uh, and a couple of three, four weeks ago, I went to Ireland for five days. Mm. Um, and I just, all I took was my phone. I didn't take my laptop, nothing. Mm. Cause I thought, well, we've got employees now they can, they can deal with it. Mm. Um, but when you're on your own, you think, you know, Some people, when you tell people, I haven't been on holiday in six years, they look and go, what? Like, how have you, how have you managed to survive or like live? Mm. So, well, you just do.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, you figure it out as you go along, problems come up, you solve them and then more problems come up and you solve those. So yeah, it's a, yeah. I mean, people just have different perceptions on it. You know, I've got, I've got friends that go on two holidays every single year Mm. Um. Whereas I'm quite happy to not go on holiday for a while. If it means that I'm building to some building something. Yeah. And I, I really like what I do. You know, I love what I do. So it's not, you know, it's, I don't look at this and go, Oh, I'm I'm really missing out. Yeah, yes. Yeah. There are key moments that I miss out on, but I, I really love what I do. So, you know, I, I enjoy it. Yeah. You know, the, the Sunday I spent 14 hours, at our clients, you know, I enjoyed what we did there. Hmm. Um, it's just me doing what I love so it's not I don't look at that as a waste of a day but equally you know there are people that were going out you know whether it's a lunch, going out for lunch and things like that that I just have to miss out on but
0: mm.
1: you know both things would have been fine for me to go out but I know a lot of people looking in from the outside will be like oh well all he does is work mm. it's not entirely true I mean if you like what you do then if you're passionate about what you do then it's it doesn't I don't feel like a job yeah yeah
0: it, yeah yeah no i know what you mean um yeah i spoke well when, when you're away from the world of work then i mean how do you like to to unwind do you have any kind of hobbies or interests that that you're passionate about it sort of sounds like you're you're kind of person that i don't know finds it difficult to kind of switch off a little bit from the world of work um because you're so passionate and as you say you enjoy it so it also it's also become your hobby in a way so yeah if you, if you try and take yourself out of it, even if it was for those five days, like you say in Ireland, what kind of stuff do you like to get up to? So, yeah, I mean, you are right. I do find
1: it really difficult to switch off sometimes. Um, even when I'm with people and I tell myself, oh, do not talk about work because they will find it boring. I just think, what do I have to talk about that isn't work? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I do like to, to keep fit. You know, I've got a rowing machine that I do um, every morning. I play badminton uh, I do quite a lot of walking. I'm part of a speaking club, so I do. I'm looking to do more uh, speaking opportunities and things like that. So things like this, and you know, um, I picked up like like most people, I picked up walking um, yeah. during lockdown, and I really enjoyed it. We go through the countryside, and you know, one one week it'll be a ten mile walk, another week it'll be you know 17 mile walk. Yeah, uh, I've recently started playing or learning to play golf. Yeah, really not very good at it, but uh, I have a lot of friends and a lot of my clients play it. Yeah, and they're always inviting me, and I just think I can't even swing the club and hit the ball. <laughs> so I've uh, I've just started playing it. Um, at the moment, it's just driving ranges, but. i'm I'm sure i'll I'll figure out how to swing the club
0: it's it's a great way to network Um, i must admit it is yeah uh but i think i'd probably prefer to be in a clubhouse having a couple of points i think that's the way i network but um
1: yeah yeah. i think that's what it is like you play the golf but then you you socialize afterwards yeah yeah um but like i said because a lot of my clients play it's it's good to to get out with them and just build those relationships Mm. um
0: Yeah. So, one question I like to end on is something the you know something the ethos of this podcast is about. So, if there was one life lesson you could give to your former self or someone listening, what would it be?
1: So, there's a lot of things that I'm thinking of right now. Um, One thing I do tell people is when they're thinking about doing something, is just start. Yeah. Just start doing it. You know, it's why Nike's slogan was "Just Do It." Yeah. Don't think about it. Just do it. But if I had to give myself some advice or my former self, it would definitely be to listen more. Mm. Um, You know, especially in my younger days, I guess with a lot of people, they think they know everything, especially, you know, if you've, I remember being 15, 16 and just thinking, you know, everything, so you don't need any help Mm. um, or or advice, but it's, and I'm sure a lot of people were like that, but it would definitely be to listen more um, Mm. because you just learn so much more. You build better, you know, you get to know people better. Um, and people trust you more if you just listen. Whereas if you're just talking all the time, they're just like, "Oh, just Jamie. He just talks all the time." <laughs> um, but if you listen more, they'll, you know, I, th- I think people will appreciate that.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's I so. think it's good to have those that balance. You know, you've got to uh, be able to kind of talk when you need to talk, and yeah. you know, give that kind of advice. I suppose, especially in your kind of nature, in the in the in the role that you're in. But you know, it's also important to listen to. To a client, you know their requirements and everything else, because you know the worst thing you want to do is get that requirement wrong, and they go Mm. elsewhere. So, yeah, I completely get that. Um, Yeah, but no, Jamie, it's been a it's been a pleasure to speak with you and learn more about you as as well as Gopher's emergence in the IT world. Uh, But before we wrap up, uh, perhaps you might like to tell our listeners how they can contact you and where they might be able to find Gopher online. So, to find us
1: online. We are gopher.co.uk, that's Golf Oscar Papa Hotel Echo Romeo. And if you wanted to get in touch, then my direct email is jamie.lakes at gopher.co.uk.
0: But in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, I give you Mr. Jamie Lakes. So that's it for this episode of People Behind Brands. I'd love to hear from you all. So if you want to get in touch, follow us on our social media platforms. If you like what you heard, please rate and subscribe to our exclusive content now. Join us next time for a brand new guest on the podcast, as we explore yet more life lessons from the world of business. We'll see you soon. ta da